Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Today we continue in our study of Romans chapter 1. We're in verses 26 and 27, which reads, Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. That's Romans chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. Today we return to our study of Romans chapter 1. In this chapter, the phrase God gave them over appears three times. This phrase comes in response to man violently rebelling against God. He believed the lie of Satan that says you can make it on your own without God. The first time the apostle used this phrase in verse 24, he uncovered the essence of sin, which is the worship of self. Today we will consider his second usage of the phrase, where the apostle reveals the ultimate expression of sin. In verse 26 of today's passage, we read, Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. It is at the root of our sin that we find the essence of our sin, the worship of self. Apart from God, the pursuit of pleasure becomes our God. In fact, if we get far enough away from God, we pursue pleasure at all costs. Trying to satisfy our pleasure in a way contrary to the way God has instructed us to only leads to extreme expressions, such as exchanging natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. Mankind started with revelation from God in his conscience, and through creation. But we embraced rejection of that revelation from God. This ultimately led us to a reprobate mind. The phrase God gave them up describes what God does in response to man's rejection of him. Literally, that phrase speaks of turning someone over to a judge in a courtroom, and they are sentenced to death. The man who rejects God suffers the sentence of death, and death brings with it destruction. Pleasure is a God-given idea. Temptation is the desire to meet a God-given desire in a way that God has not designed. In this chapter is described the downward spiral of ignoring God's definition of the way human life is supposed to be lived. Blaise Pascal once said, God has created us with a God-shaped vacuum that only God can fill. Today we must be mindful to allow God to define our lives for us, or we go the way of self that so many down throughout time have gone. And that way will always lead to destruction. 
The Romans of Paul's day were very good at pursuing their pleasures apart from God. In his article, Rome Did Not Fall in a Day, Edward Gibbon wrote, Decadence is the first word that comes to mind in almost any discussion of the fall of Rome. Tales of wanton sexual excesses and the gorging of food within Roman vomitoriums were often used to explain how something as enduring as the Roman Empire could possibly be laid to waste by German barbarians. The fall of Rome is often pitched as an antithesis of family values, with pornography and homosexuality touted as the hallmarks of modern moral decadence." Someone once said, sin is a death always dying. In our passage for today, the apostle shows us the extreme to where such a pursuit to fulfill our desires in an ungodly way leads us. Psychological confusion with regard to the truth is one of the many consequences of rejecting God and His truth. In verses 24 and 25, we saw that this leads to sexual immorality. When a society becomes pornographic, immorality has definitely gained the upper hand. The heart of fallen man is wretched, and apart from God, lust dominates the unforgiven heart. This inevitably leads to impurity and the bodies of those who reject God follow in the most dishonorable ways. This is what is being described in today's passage. The word nature at the end of verse 26 means the natural order of things. God has established a natural order of things and when we ignore his definition of things and we operate according to that which is contrary to him, We are being defined by sin. Errant theology always leads to errant understanding of things, all things, including our sexuality. When we get God wrong, we get humanity wrong. We get life wrong. As a result, man defies and dishonors his body through his vile passions. And the evil desires that we know to be in us or the flesh, as Paul writes, are never satisfied. In verse 27 of today's passage, we read, in the same way the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. During the first century world in which Paul lived and wrote, homosexuality was commonplace. Most of the great philosophers extolled it and practiced it. Men like Socrates were homosexuals. Out of the first 15 Roman emperors, 14 of them practiced homosexuality. Once again, when the restraints are removed from God, the lies of the enemy define. 
Homosexuality is against the creation of God. Not even animals do this. But the beauty of it all is God loves homosexuals. He hates what any distortion of truth does to people. At the end of verse 27, we read, Received in themselves the due penalty for their error. The consequence of rejecting God and His definition of things leads to error and destruction. This is what sin does. It destroys us. Whatever expression of sin, it destroys us. When I hold on to bitterness, it destroys me from the inside out. The essence of man's sinfulness is an unclean heart that leads him to worship himself. The expression of his sinfulness is perversion of all types, not just sexual. Evil gets its way when we resist God's involvement in our lives. Our only hope is found in the Lord Jesus Christ who took sin on directly so that we could be freed from the clutches of sin itself. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helpful to you in your walk with the Lord. If you have any questions or if you'd like to dialogue about today's passage, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.